This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Kim Reynolds of Dogman.com with Chris Fetter, Scott Eklund. The Pac-12 football schedule has been released, including the Washington Huskies football schedule. Looks like six six um, conference games and within the division and a crossover game against Arizona. But finally good to get a football schedule. Now we just have to wait on the media availability schedule, see if we're going to be able to do practice, go to games, and what the routine is going to be. But, guys, it's good to have the football schedule out and opening game on the road against Cal. Just thoughts on that uh, Cal game real quick. Yeah, they, that, that's a tough that's a tough opener, honestly. I mean, I think that's something where a lot of people were wondering if it was going to start with a home game, maybe Stanford. Um, but to start in the road with Cal, especially with an experienced quarterback like Chase Garbers, uh, an up-and-coming defense, um, you know that, you know, Coach Wilcox is going to have his guys ready to go. That's that's going to be tough. Yeah, so I, I think that's a that's a good one off the gate, uh, right out of the gate. And the big thing that jumps out, everybody's looking, is where is that Oregon game? And that Oregon game is going to be the on uh, December 12th. It'll be the last game before the Pac-12 championship game. And that game very well could be the game that would put one of those two teams into the championship game, Scott. But the other big thing on that is being in Oregon this year with no fans and then back up at Husky Stadium, which probably... Hopefully by next year we'll be jam packed. But uh, thoughts on that Oregon game placement, Scott? Yeah, well, I'm I'm honestly glad they kept the Apple Cup the you know right after the right after the uh, after Thanksgiving. So I that's I like that um, that it stayed where where the Apple Cup always should be about that time. So um, you know playing Oregon, man, it it just I don't think there was going to be anything easy. I didn't look um I didn't look at who Oregon plays the week before. Do you guys know? Did you look at that at all? Chris can pull uh, that. Chris yeah, can pull yeah, that up real quick. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon's playing Cal. Oh, so Cal is and that's a road game for them? I would assume, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a road game for them. So, not the easiest back-to-back for Oregon either. Um, you know, cuz Cal, Cal Cal is widely considered the second best team in the Pac-12 North uh, by a lot of pundits. I don't know if that's how it's going to play out. I don't think that's how it's going to play out, but everybody thinks they're the second uh, best team in the North, and so that that could be a real interesting game the week before they end up playing Washington. Like you said, Kim, no fans there. Uh, could be pretty cold there the second week of, or I guess it would be the first week of, of January, or first week of uh, December, and Man, that's that's just I mean, it's crazy to think how how far this has come and and that we're going to be playing games here pretty soon. I I just I'm really excited and and pretty jazzed up about it. 
Just running down the schedule would be uh, November 7th at Cal. Return home with Jonathan Smith and Oregon State on November 14th. The crossover game on November 21st. Arizona. A little bit of an easier game in uh, Arizona. I had a sneaking suspicion it might be Colorado, uh, but uh, Arizona is that crossover game, 11-21. And then the following week, the Apple Cup, uh, right after Thanksgiving on November 27th. Followed by Stanford on December 5th. And and winding up at Oregon on uh, the 12th of December prior to the Pac-12 championship crossover game. If Washington does not make the Pac-12 Pac-12 game, they'll have another game that weekend as well. And from my understanding, Chris, um, you know, it's the two ones who play in the Pac-12 championship game, and then the two twos, the two threes, the two fours. So uh, with ties and stuff, that could get a little bit complicated, but that will be the seventh game. Um, anything else jump out at you with the schedule, Chris? Well, yeah, always when, when they decided on that seventh crossover or that, that second crossover game, the, the weekend of the championship game. So the championship, Pac-12 championship game is actually going to be on that Friday on the 18th. And then all the other games are the next day, which I think in concept is really, really cool. Now, when you have the two twos, who hosts? When you have the two threes, who hosts? So I think that could end up being a real interesting kind of conundrum for the Pac-12. Um, the other thing that really stood out for me right away was that, first of all, there's no real super difficult stretches for Washington. There's no, like, three-game just juggernaut, like, oh, my God, how are they going to get through that? Whereas if you looked at the previous schedule, you know, I mean, they had a stretch where they were, like, you know, at Cal, Stan and then they host Stanford, but then they're at USC. You know, they had at Oregon, Oregon State at Utah. You know, they, they had some, some away games on top of the ones that obviously are already scheduled for, for this new schedule that would have made, you know, the 2020 schedule for away games was really tough. And so that got split up a little bit. And then obviously the biggest takeaway for me is that the Pac-12 networks is nowhere near this schedule. It's all going to be on the ESPN family of networks, ABC or Fox and all of their affiliate networks. So, you know, if there was ever an opportunity for the conference to kind of, you know, salvage whatever kind of reputation that they may have right now, they're going to do it on the national stage. So they're going to get a great opportunity to do it, and hopefully they take advantage of that. Scott, anything jump out at you? Um, I, you know, I would fully agree with Chris. I was a little surprised there was nothing that's going to be on the Pac-12 network, and uh, but I think the fact that toward the end of that season um there there might be some open spots for for them to play on national tv and that's why they open it up um for you know in december and everything like that so um you know and you know i'll just keep echoing chris i there's not really a stretch that i don't see washington being able to handle at this point obviously we don't know what's going on with the quarterback situation and there's going to be some stuff to get used to in the front rotation along the defensive front uh, with Levi Anzarike and Joe Tryon both declaring for the NFL. But, um, you know, what? Th- this is a very manageable schedule for Washington this year. And if they come out and they're able to play pretty well and possibly get into that Pac-12 championship game, that's only going to help Jimmy Lake and the coaches on the recruiting trail, not only for their final two guys that they're trying to get in the in the boat, JT Tuumalau and Emeka Egbuka for 2021, 
but they are also going to, it's going to help when they go and project things with these 2022 kids that they're trying to get in as well. Nothing really jumps out. The opening game for the conference will be Arizona State and USC, and that will be a 9 a.m. start. And right now we don't have any game time, uh, starts, kickoff times for the Washington schedule. Um, couple of <clears throat> notes there, but you know, a nine o'clock game, I think it's different if there's no fans in the stands. I don't think we'd get as many complaints. I don't think we'll get as many complaints for the night games either because you're not going to be going to the game and tailgating. So it'll be interesting to see how game times are received by the fan base, whether it's an early game or a late game. Another thing that I had heard was that Washington was pretty vehement and uh, fighting pretty hard to not have that opening game for the Pac-12 conference be Washington and Oregon. So can you imagine if the opening game for the conference had been Washington, Oregon, instead of USC and Arizona State? That would have been uh, a little bit crazy. But, uh, yeah, the, no bye weeks for anybody this year. So and I'm looking at the schedule, and then they get Arizona as their crossover game. I think they did it right. I, you know, I don't think there's much that people can really complain about with this schedule, guys. Yeah, I, would, I was going to say, too, that, you know, in, in past years, I think fans could could maybe put together a pretty strong argument that the conference didn't really – I mean, they didn't, they didn't have to go out to try to benefit the teams that are playing well or are perceived to be kind of the top of the league at that particular time. Whereas in the SEC, I think you can see that, that sometimes their guys try to schedule things in such a way to not hamstring, you know, the, the Alabamas or the LSUs or the Georgias or what have you. I think if you look at, you know, arguably the top three teams in the conference right now, with Oregon, USC, Washington, you look at all their, you know, like Oregon's crossover game is UCLA, but it's at home. If you look at USC's crossover game, it's Washington State at home. I mean, these are very manageable things if you're looking for a Pac-12 team to be able to try to run the table. You know, again, with Washington, Arizona, home game. You know, these are, are all very, very manageable games. You look at Oregon's schedule, for instance, again, not a real... Uh, murderer's row. But then again, you know, the, 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 the North division right now is kind of down. You've got Washington, you've got Oregon, you've got Cal. I think they kind of really separate themselves from the bottom three. Um, but you look at their schedule, probably Oregon's hardest game outside of the Washington game, but that's at home. The other one is the week before at Cal. So that will be a two, uh, a tough stretch, like Scott mentioned, in terms of trying to finish the season off. But really, right. um, I think overall, I don't think any school really should have any any complaints on this. And Scott, that game, uh, the last game of the season against Oregon at Oregon, you know, you've got to give the people who put the schedule together, they did it right, and I think that's the right way to do it because that game uh, very well could be the game to put the uh, team into the national champions, excuse me, the conference championship game, and possibly if both teams are undefeated going into that game. A lot of attention and a lot of eyeballs being on that game for a potential, uh, you know, national championship run. Yeah, you have to give credit to Larry Scott's. No, uh, no, 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 no. Pac-12 schedule. Of, the Pac-12 people, not Larry. <laughs> no, you've got to get a lot of credit to Larry Scott's assistant because you're the that you're the one who said that she's the one who does all of the, the secretaries do the schedule. Yeah, yeah, the secretaries do the schedule. That's what you said. Yeah. So I think we got no, but. Ser- all seriousness, I think the conference actually got this one right, at least just looking at it real quickly. 
I, I think they got this right. I, I think they did a good job. These could be some of the coldest games that Washington has ever played in, too, if you think about it. I mean, Oregon, the, the Willamette Valley in the middle of December, that could be, that could be a very cold game. And the game, uh, the week before for Washington with Stanford playing at a Husky Stadium the first weekend of December, that could be pretty nasty too. I mean, uh, these could be some of the coldest games Pac-12 teams have ever played in in, in recent memory. Well, also be- look at look at Cal. Cal's got to go to Washington State the weekend of the the final weekend of the twelfth. Yeah. So you know, and 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 if Cal, you know, Cal's got a, a decent schedule now. If they get over Washington on that first week, now they've got they've got to go to Arizona State, but then they've got to go to Oregon State. Then they've got home games, Stanford, Oregon. Then they go to Wazoo. So, you know, if, if, if you're Cal, maybe if you're a Cal fan, you might have a couple gripes, but overall, yeah, I'd say for the most part, I think all the teams, their fans should be pretty happy about how this thing uh, played out. It's just finally good to get the schedule out and we just still don't know. And hopefully at some point this week, we find out what the protocol will be for uh, taking a look and getting a peek at practice, what's going to happen post-practice, as well as who's going to be allowed inside the stadium, if any media members will be allowed in the stadium, whether it's up in the press box or photographers, so uh, even road games be allowed to go to. So I know in the NFL right now, the Seattle beat writers do not travel to the away games. They uh, cover that um, up here. Actually, I think that they're in the VMAC is where it's done. And then for the home games, they're in the press box. So right now, we just have no idea on that. Hopefully, we'll find out soon. Um, Scott, you, you want to touch bases on what's going on today with you and a little bit of recruiting coverage today? Uh, yeah, I mean, Tracy's uh, Tracy uh, Ford is having a contact, a full contact uh, camp this weekend, um, which surprises me a little bit that uh, he's doing the full pad uh, stuff, but he, he's got a lot of kids that are going to be there that there's only a couple that, that you know, that are kind of Washington guys that, that Washington is after. One of them is Tobias Merriweather, the wide receiver out of Union, 2022 kid that Washington has an offer out to. And I'm trying to think if there was one more that, that doesn't have an offer, but they're looking at him. So Tristan Dunn is one I know Washington's looking at. He's out of Sumner. He's a safety outside linebacker prospect. So uh, a couple guys that Washington's after, but I'll be up there talking to guys, seeing guys, um, hoping to get a chance to talk to Jermaine Curse for a little bit. He's one of the coaches. Um, and uh, just get his thoughts on his retirement and, and what he does from here on out. And then uh, Manasseh Hopoy is one of the – is one of the coaches as well. That should be interesting if I get a chance to talk to him and, and maybe just a couple other guys up there. So uh, that's where I'm going to be all day. I'm heading out of here in about uh, what time is it? It's eight, you know, in about an hour and a half, and I'll be up there all day. Anything else, Chris? Anything last minute thoughts to add in? No, not really. I think we covered it. Like I said, this is hopefully just a little quick emergency pod to give uh, our first impressions to the fans out there and and. Uh, Bottom line is we now have another schedule. This is the third schedule for 2020. Let's hope third time's a charm. I just want to give a shout out to our friends down at Cal because they got to be in Pullman on December 12th. I'm glad the Apple Cup isn't the last game of the season. How about you, Chris? Well, I'm I'm glad that they kept the the Thanksgiving tradition alive, 
but I'm not quite sure I'm happy about them keeping the Thanksgiving tradition alive of Washington playing in Pullman on the next day, which means traveling over why? there. Why? You're not going to have to go. Yeah, I don't think well, we're going to be able no, to go. No, but I mean, if, again, correct. I understand all that stuff. And part of the thing is, is that, you know, we were talking about the nine o'clock games and stuff like that. If there was ever a time to experiment with all of those other times and days and do all that kind of stuff, obviously this would be the season to do it. But again, you know, just, um, I think overall everyone should be pretty happy with the way this thing laid out. Cal fans might have a little slight gripe because of that last game, but overall, um, very few complaints. The season, we are getting closer, inching closer to actually having football, so nobody will cover it better than the guys at dogman.com. Just a reminder, if you want those um, up-to-date, those daily updates as well as breaking news alerts, just shoot us a note, huskystadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletter. Again, breaking news and uh, daily updates. We'll get those out to you, huskystadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletter. Tighten up the seatbelt, boys. It's about to start. It's the guys from dogman.com. Go dogs. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Sample, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 